0: Welcome back to the Hemingway, this podcast for Book 3, Chapter 5. Tony, Tom, Travmundi. Thoughts? How about Frau Schwartzkopf and her son? I've got no idea if I'm saying Travmundi right. Actually, I do have an idea. I'm definitely saying it wrong, but I have no idea how to say it. Um, these discussion prompts courtesy of Techrific, who again picked up the slack because I forgot to post the discussion thread. I did the podcast, I uploaded that, but I must have forgot to hit submit on the subreddit. It's probably sitting there all ready to go on my um, tablet. Anyway, I'm home now for my holiday, back to work tomorrow, and hopefully my holiday brain will subside and I'll be able to actually get back into the swing of things, because I usually don't make too many mistakes. You know, once every now and then I'll stuff something up but I've made like two or three mistakes in the last uh, couple of weeks. So, that's bad. Thanks TechRific again for um, picking up the Slack. And might I say, your discussion prompts are better than mine. My discussion prompts aren't that good, but I don't really think we need particularly good prompts to have a good conversation. They usually work. Hadjomoron says, Man is definitely telegraphing a romance between Tony and the Schwarzkopf boy. I think it was interesting, but slightly offensive as a bearded man myself, that Man uses descriptions of facial hair as an index to character. The descriptions of Grunlich's facial hair is that of some tentacled monstrosity. There was a description a couple of chapters ago in which his moustache was lying on Tony's hand when he was going through his whole incel thing, (laughs) pleading for her to marry him. That gave me the willies. Yeah, she was really put off by his two golden moustache hairs or whatever it is. Uh, the description of the Schwarzkopf kid's facial hair was that of a barely perceptible moustache. Just enough to be a man, sans the masculine, toxis, sans the masculine toxicity. Yeah, and also the, the um, this uh, fisherman, or, you know, I don't know if he's a fisherman, but he definitely lives at the beach. His description—he seemed to me like an old lighthouse man or something with that wide beard, and I think a shaved upper lip. It said, or maybe I just imagined that, and a uh, a pipe hanging out—a tobacco pipe—and um, yeah, really had a very strong mental image, very cliched lighthouse man. Um, but then again, maybe it wasn't a cliché that long ago. Maybe it was a fresh new description of a modern current thing Zoc said I was just in the middle of making a post myself my prompts were these what do you make of Tom's attitude to their parents pressuring Tony to marry Grunlich Tom's attitude towards it I think Tom uh, as an annoying brother likes that the whole discussion gets under his sister's skin and he's just using it as ammunition to, to annoy her that's how it seems to me what do you think of Schwarzkopf so far Uh, not a strong impression, the Schwarzkops. Oh, actually, no, sorry. The Schwarzkops are the beach people, right? I like them. I think they're cool. And Tony, will Tony end up with a young medical student? If these are my uh, AK or DQ prompt writing days, we'd also doubtless ask about the contrast between the Buddenbrooks way of living, the Kroger's, and the Schwarzkopf. Um... Yeah, hey, you guys are welcome to um, add discussion prompts anytime. The more the better, I say. Swim said the moment fishy said, I found Tom's attitude of an older sibling, aka my sister, talking to a younger sibling freaking typical. Yeah. Just trying to rile them, I think, really. Um, bonus. I could write a really good five-paragraph essay right now on the spot, comparing and contrasting the three families. Personally, I am on Team Schwarzkopf all the way. And no, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I was about to ask you about um, how about a, a three-sentence summary rather than a five-paragraph essay? Um, I'm sure we'd all appreciate it. Anyway, I'm I want to you know, go back to the beach. I've just got home from the beach and this chapter is gonna take me to the beach and I'm happy about that. So what are we up what page are we up to? What chapter are we up to? Uh six. Okay, let me find chapter six. One moment. Goes like this. In her neat little room with the flower-covered furniture, Tony woke next morning with the fresh, happy feeling which one has at the beginning of a new chapter. She sat up in her bed, and with her hands clasped round her knees and her tousled head flung back, blinked at the stream of light that poured through the closed shutters into the room. She began to sort out the experiences of the previous day. Her thoughts scarcely touched upon the Grunlich affair, the town, his hateful apparition in the landscape room, the exhortations of her family and Pastor Colling, all that lay far far behind her. Here, every morning, there would be a carefree waking. These Schwarzkopf's were splendid people. Last night, there'd been pineapple punch and they had made part of a happy family circle. It had been very jolly. Her Schwarzkopf had told his best sea tales and young Schwarzkopf stories about student life at Gottingen. Gottingen How odd it was that she still did not know his first name, and she had strained her ear to hear, too, but even at dinner she did not succeed, and somehow it did not seem proper to ask. She tried feverishly to think how it sounded. Was it Moore, Maud? Anyhow, she had liked him pretty well, this young Moore or Maud. He had such a sly, good-natured laugh when he asked for the water and called it by letters and numbers so that his father got quite furious, but it was only the scientific formula for water, that is, for ordinary water, for the Travmunde product was a much more complicated affair, of course, why one could find a jellyfish in it any time. The authorities, of course, might have what notions they chose about fresh water, for this he only got another scolding from his father for speaking slightingly, Of the authorities, but Frau Schwartzkopf watched Tony all the time to see how much she admired the young man, and really it was most interesting. He was so learned and so jolly all at the same time. He had given her considerable attention. She had complained that her head felt hot while eating and that she must have too much blood. What had he replied? He had given her a careful scrutiny and then said, Yes, the arteries in the temples might be full, but that did not prove that she had too much blood. Perhaps instead it meant she had too little, or rather that there were too few red corpsicles in it. In fact, she was perhaps a little anemic. The cuckoo sprang out of, his cra- out of his carven house on the wall and cuckooed several times, clear and loud. Seven, eight, nine, counted Tony, up with you. She jumped out of bed and opened the blinds. The sky was partly overcast, but the sun was visible. She looked out over the luched and filled. "'With its tower to the ruffled sea beyond on the right, "'it was bounded by the curve of the Mecklenburg coast. "'But before her it stretched on and on "'till its blue and green streaks mingled with the misty horizon. "'I'll bathe afterwards,' she thought. "'But first I'll eat a big breakfast "'so as not to be consumed by my metabolism.' "'She washed and dressed with quick, eager movements. "'It was shortly after half-past nine when she left her room. "'The door of the chamber in which Tom had slept stood open. "'He had risen early and driven back to town.' Even up here in the upper story it smelled of coffee. That seemed to be the characteristic odour of the little house, for it grew stronger as she descended with the simple staircase with its plain board baluster and went down the corridor where lay the living room, which was also the dining room and the office of, of the pilot captain. She went out into the veranda looking in her white peak frock, perfectly fresh and in the gayest of tempers, "'Frau Schwarzkopf sat with her son at the table. "'It was already partly cleared away, "'and the housewife wore a blue checkered kitchen apron over her brown frock. "'A key basket stood beside her. "'A thousand pardons for not waiting,' she said as she stood up. "'We simple folk rise early. "'There is so much to be done. "'Schwarzkopf is in his office. "'I hope you don't take it ill.' "'Tony excused herself in her turn.' You must not think I always sleep so late as this she said I feel very guilty but the punch last night the young man began to laugh he stood behind the table with his short pipe in his hand and a newspaper before him good morning Tony said yes it is your fault you kept urging me now I deserve only cold coffee I ought to have had breakfast and a bathe as well by this time oh no that would be rather too early for a young lady At seven o'clock the water was rather cold, eleven degrees, that's pretty sharp, after a warm bed. How do you know I wanted a warm bath, Monsieur? Tony sat down beside Frau Schwarzkopf. Oh, you have kept the coffee hot for me, Frau Schwarzkopf, but I will pour it out myself, thank you so much. The housewife looked on as her guest began to eat. Frau Lien slept well the first night. The mattress, dear knows, is only stuffed with seaweed, we are simple folk, and now good appetite and a good morning. "'You will surely find many friends on the beach, if you like. "'My son shall bear you company. "'Pardon me for not sitting longer, but I must look after the dinner. "'The joint is in the oven. "'We will free. We will feed you as well as we can.' "'I shall stick to the honeycomb,' Tony said when the two were alone. "'You know what you're getting.' "'Young Schwarzkopf laid his pipe on the veranda rail. "'But please smoke. I don't mind it at all.' At home, when I come down to breakfast, Papa's cigar smoke is already in the room. Tell me, he said suddenly, is that true, that an egg is as good as a quarter of a pound of meat? He grew red all over. Are you making fun of me? he asked, partly laughing but partly vexed. I got another wigging from my father last night for what he calls my silly professional airs. No, really, I was asking because I wanted to know. Tony stopped eating in consternation. How could anybody call them airs? I should be so glad to learn something.' I am such a goose, you see, at Sesame Witchbrotz, I was always one of the very laziest, I'm sure you know a great deal. Inwardly, her thoughts ran. Everybody puts his best foot foremost before strangers. We all take care to say what will be pleasant to hear that is commonplace. Well, you see, they are the same thing, in a way. The chemical constituents of foodstuffs. And so on, while Tony breakfasted. Next, they talked about Tony's boarding school and Sesame Witchbrot and Gerda Arnoldsen, who had gone back to Amsterdam, and Armgard von Schelling, whose home, a large white house, could be seen from the beach here, at least in clear weather. Tony finished eating, wiped her mouth, and asked, pointing to the paper, "'Is there any news?' young Schwarzkopf shook his head and laughed cynically. "'Oh, no. What would there be? You know these little provincial news sheets and wretched, uh, wretched affairs?' Oh, are they? Papa and Mama always take it in. He reddened again. Oh, well, you see, I always read it, too, because I can't get anything else, but it is not very thrilling to hear that so-and-so, the merchant prince, is about to celebrate his silver wedding. Yes, you laugh, but you ought to read other papers. The Konigsberg Gazette, for instance, or the Rhenish Gazette. You'd find a different story there entirely. There, it's what the King of Prussia says. What does he say? Well, I really couldn't repeat it to a lady. He got red again. He expressed himself rather strongly on the subject of his same of this same press, he went on with another cynical laugh, which for a moment made a painful impression on Tony. The press, you know, doesn't feel any too friendly toward the government or the nobility, or the parsons and junkers. It knows pretty well how to lead the censor by the nose. Well, and you, aren't you any too friendly with the nobility either? I, he asked, and looked very embarrassed. Tony Rose, shall we talk about this again another, another time? she suggested. Suppose I go down to the beach now. Look, the sky is blue, nearly all over. It won't rain any more. I'm simply longing to jump into the water. Will you go down with me? Alright, there's that chapter for you. Tony getting along very well with young, what's his name? I should know this. Young Schwarzkopf. Young Schwarzkopf. Short, Short <laughs> Alright, thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.